0: Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset and I'm here to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news including Major League Baseball, boxing, golf, and my personal favorite, MMA. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information including live betting, esports and scores and betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news this season betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Schulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in my home recording space, but this week, you can see we're trying something a little new if you're watching on YouTube. So after uh, releasing the last Flex Fights recap, I I noticed how very popular that video was on YouTube, and I don't know if that had to do with us pumping up the YouTube that much more. I don't know if it had to do uh, with us releasing that link more than the other. Um, But there was a drastic difference in the amount of people who consumed that podcast in the video form versus the audio form. So because of that, I said to myself, seems like people want some video. So one of two things is the truth. Either it had to do with the really, really, really good looking people I surround myself with, TJ Ragusa and Zaria. So it could be them. Or maybe you guys just want a little bit more video. So that being the case, I'm experimenting with something new this week. We'll see how you guys like it. We'll go from there And uh, if this if this test goes well, then perhaps I'll continue to do the podcast this way in the next several weeks. So again, as per usual, back in my home recording space, uh, I am joined by my furry co-host Slade though he is out uh, on the, in the other room just a little bit where he is uh, cranky waiting for, <laughs> for his turn to be in here with me. But nonetheless, I'm here with th- th- with today's mindset, as always, just a, a bit of food th- for, for thought for us. And this specific mindset, as I've told you guys many times in the past, a lot of the times when we're talking to you, I'm really talking to me. And this is definitely a case where this where this is the case. Um, earlier in the week, um, I was having a disagreement. And th- the context isn't super important, but just I was having a disagreement and As is the case often, especially when you're dealing with an Italian, (laughs) one person is going off and I wasn't the one going off. The other person was going. And as an Italian, my first instinct, like I could just feel my blood pressure rising. I could like just feel it get up in my ears and like my head was pulsing. And I was like, all I wanted to do was just jump on this person in, in the verbal sense. I wanted to go right after them. I wanted to... Uh, let them have it, so to speak, verbally. And I wanted to unleash all of the thoughts and wisdom and p- point out all the mistakes in their argument and everything else to them. Um, and in that moment, I did the intelligent thing. I did the wise thing. I did the thing that my parents have been teaching me for a really, really long time. And sometimes I listen, but not always. And that would be, I remember the, the simple phrase, discretion is the better part of valor. Discretion is the better part of valor. So what do I mean by that? What is that all about? Very simple. That if we worry about jumping down that other person's throat, if we worry about making sure that they know in that moment that we're right and we want to argue them down into a corner, what we're doing is we are preventing them from arguing themselves into a corner quite often, quite often, right? Now, I'm going to take this in a self-defense and in a martial arts way in, in a little while. But just in terms of, of the thought uh, of just an argument, we'll stay with this for a little bit, right? I, I'm sure you guys have had this experience. Right? It's funny. I, most people wouldn't think about an experience with a salesman as a, a confrontation or an argument. But it kind of is. Because unless you go in there and you're 100% know you are leaving the store that day, with the item that you're coming to look at, then it is kind of an argument because either they're going to argue with you into buying it or you're going to argue your way out of buying it. Don't get me wrong, there's definitely some times where I walk into a store and I know for sure I'm looking for X, Y, or Z item. And really the only reason I deal with a salesperson is to find the item or find it in the color I want it or uh, you know, whatever the case may be, something like that. So let's take it that scenario out and let's think solely about scenarios where you're not sure if you're going to buy or not i'm sure you guys have had the moment where you were dealing with a salesman and as they were trying to sell you on buying the item they just kept talking they just kept talking and that doesn't mean that the salesman should just shut up and be quiet but there is such a thing as talking yourself out of a sale. When you're a salesman, that can certainly happen. Where you give just too much information, where you approach a problem just a little too much. And that could be all that it takes to make a person decide, hey, I shouldn't buy the side." So the same thing holds true when it comes to an interpersonal argument. Sometimes what happens to you is as a person is arguing with you, um, they kind of argue themselves into a corner. They get All of their angst and their anger, and all the points that they think they're making, they throw them all out at 100 miles an hour. And sometimes when this happens, they throw all the ammunition they have out, everything. And then because they've laid all their cards on the table, your ability to counter their argument is very simple. All you need to counter their argument is just the tiniest little nudge. That's all that it takes, just a a little nudge to let them know. They're wrong. I mean, I've had this situation many times in my life. You know, it's funny. Um, having a disagreement with another Italian, another instructor years ago. And um, he was coming at me very, very um, upset about something that had happened. And he came at me all sorts of fury. And he was very passionate and he was very convinced he was right. as are most people who argue. And as he is giving me all this feedback, he lays all his cards on the table. And then when I proved to him that he didn't have all the information, okay, you think the scenario is X, Y, and Z. Well, it's not X, Y, and Z. X and Y are true, but Z is not true. Z is actually A. And as soon as he knew that, oh, like his entire argument was gone because I allowed him to give me all of his objections, all of his ammunition up front. And this particular guy I was arguing with, he's not an apologizer, so to speak, but that's okay. Uh, he still conceded uh, that I, I was correct in the argument and we, our relationship today is much better for it, I believe. But this is so true in every debate, in in every argument, right? There is power in silence. It's a very, very powerful thing. I like think it's funny. You'll even see this. I want to teach my kids class. I'll be very animated and up and very upbeat. But then all of a sudden, I might get quiet, and I might get quiet because I see a couple of kids not really paying attention, and they're so used to the energy and the energy and the upbeatness is what they're they're queuing on. And then it's not there, and all of a sudden there's silence, and they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> the, the silence catches their attention more than being further animated will. But nonetheless, a really a great way to get a kid's attention, but also a great way to get an adults as well. I think about, I'm sure if you guys have watched news specials and so forth, we've seen an interrogation with the police. And what happens is they allow the person to just talk and talk and talk and talk. And that's why one of your first rights that they read you is the right to remain silent so that you don't talk yourself into a corner where you wind up admitting to something that isn't even the truth, all right? or worse yet, that you uh, give the police more information than you really should before consulting with, with a lawyer. But nonetheless, uh, this is just an interpersonal thing as well. Right? And the particular person that I was having an, an argument with, um, or rather, who was arguing while I was listening, was arguing from a very emotional place. And they were extraordinarily upset and they were very emotional. And the situation warranted them being emotional and excited and all of that, that's okay, but, they were spewing out things that weren't factually correct. And they were spewing out things that weren't factually correct because they were arguing from that emotional place. But once I, once they spun all of their web and once they had put out their whole reel, so to speak, they wound up in a place where all, we, all I needed to say back to them was just a couple of quick things. And it's funny, they still didn't want to accept that I was correct because that's who his person is. But by the same token, it's not, uh, it still got them to a place where they couldn't argue back. Their argument back was, no, no, uh, with some other choice words, but it was just, that's all they had. Because this will segue nicely into what I want to talk about self-defense wise, and it's very much the same. The idea that you should never get in the way of your opponent when they're making a mistake. I, I was teaching that to my jiu-jitsu class the other week. We'll get into that in just a moment. But before we do, I want to mention our sponsor for today's episode, Magic Mind. This episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity shot. It's a simple one-ounce shot taken right alongside of our place of your morning coffee. Each shot contains a combination of 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate focus, creativity, energy, and motivation, while decreasing stress and oxidation. Even better, Magic Mind helps decrease post-exercise inflammation in the body for athletes just like us. For your daily dose of matcha, nootropics, adaptogens, go to magicmind.co slash sensei, use promo code all capitals, sensei20, and uh, for an additional 20% off, make sure you subscribe for even more savings. Once again, that's magicmind.co slash sensei, using promo code sensei20 uh, for an additional 20% off, Make sure you subscribe, get those extra savings. Magic mind, do more, stress less. So as I was saying, the idea of never getting in your opponent's way when they're making a mistake. I was teaching this uh, to my beginner jujitsu jitsu class last week. And um, we we're working on a defense. And the particular defense, uh, we got to a scenario. We got to a, a, the, the move that we did, the technique that we executed, led us to a certain place. And in that certain place, our opponent was left with two choices and neither choice was good. And that was, that's the best part of the scenario is once you get the person in this precarious of a situation, they now have a choice to make. And if they choose A, they get this bad scenario. But if they choose B, they get this bad scenario. So either way, they're getting something bad. It was simply a question as to which bad way they want to choose. Now, one required us giving them a little moment of space. Just the littlest moment where they might be able to turn or look or just just turn that little bit. And the second they would make that turn, we'd be able to in a great, great position. We'd be in what's called a full back control, fully behind them, uh, where their defenses were were kind of worthless. So with that in mind, I explained to my class, like but I feel so loose for that moment. Like, yeah, so loose is not a good thing. But a little loose is good because that little bit of loose allows them to make the mistake. And you should never get in your opponent's way when they're making a mistake. You should allow them to make that mistake for as long as it takes for you to be able to take advantage of it. And this is true in all realms of self-defense. Obviously, jiu-jitsu is kind of being human chassis. very much is that way where you're trying to walk the person into the scenario. You're trying to lay a trap and then lay another trap and then lay another trap, and then lay out another trap, until eventually you get to the point where they're right in the place that you want them. You got them right where you want them, so to speak. And this is true also in striking. We see it very, very often, right? Where it, our, your opponent's making a mistake, their hand is out of position, their feet is a, are out of position. They're giving you a faint uh, or a telegraph where you're able to read what's going on before uh, they do it. And, What do you do in that scenario? And it's funny, obviously, self-defense our mindset a little different than a classroom training scenario. But one of the things that always drives me crazy as an instructor is when you have the person in the class who tries to instruct everybody else, who isn't the instructor. (laughs) Obviously, if it's one of my instructors, a whole different scenario. I'm talking about the person who is looking at their partner that they're sparring with and they're trying to land some punches on. And as they are, oh, you you drop it in your left hand. Why in the world would you tell him that? That doesn't make life any easier for you, number one. And number two, it's not a very effective way to teach the lesson either. You know what the best best way to teach that person to keep their left hand up is? Take your hand, move it in a forward direction, touch that side of their face. I'm not saying crack them and knock them out, but touch their face and touch it again and touch it again and touch it again. Because you're sparring them. You're supposed to take advantage of whatever openings they give you. And if you do that enough they'll realize oh i better keep that hand up i it's funny the the person that's always the most difficult for you to spar is the person who is very much similar to you in your technique and in their style and i find that for myself as well like some of my best matches uh, some of my, my trickiest rounds are with people who spar in a very similar way to me who try to counter use a lot of feints um and those are always the trickiest rounds so Nonetheless, to get back to our topic here, we don't want to throw everything we have out there, right? Sometimes, like, you'll see really, really good fighters. uh, Israel Adesanya comes to mind. Anderson Silva, um, Floyd Mayweather. All these guys, what they'll do is they let the person throw out everything they've got. And as that person continues to throw out there everything that they've got, what happens is all of a sudden... Those same things that person was throwing out there, now they're getting hit because of it. Now they're getting kicked because of it. Now they're getting taken down because of it. why does it happen? Simple. They let their opponent argue themselves into a corner physically. They let that, that person throw out all their best shots. Right? They let those people put all their best plays out in front of them. And then when those best plays, once they know what the best plays are, are, and once they know what the reactions are off of those, once they know the predictable pattern you're going to do off of those things, then it's really easy for them to take advantage. And that's exactly what they'll do, is take advantage. Because discretion is a better part of valor. Be a little discreet. Like, let your opponent go. Let him throw, right? Like uh, Muhammad Ali, you'd rope a dope, right? That was the big thing for him. he let his opponent kind of punch himself out. And that happened, uh, like in uh, Rocky Three, with Mr. T. Uh, Clubber Lang was in there with Rocky Balboa. That was a whole strategy, was get him tired, draw him out. Sure, there was some creative license because how did uh, Rocky get him there? Well, he just decided that punches didn't hurt him anymore. So a little out of the realm of realism. But still, let his opponent put everything out there. And then once there was nothing there anymore, once his opponent had laid all the cards on the table, there was nothing left for him to throw. And because there was nothing left for him to throw, because... He had thrown all his cards on the table. Now, at this point, it was time for Rocky to take advantage. And obviously, a great uplifting movie. But more importantly, it's a great mindset for life. It's a great mindset for self-defense too, right? People always say, "Oh, don't throw the first punch." And I disagree with that slightly because the first punch isn't necessarily the first attack, right? The first attack is the person getting close enough where they can punch or kick you. So, not throwing the first punch, okay, that makes sense, but Also, not throwing the first punch means that I've let that person get into position, line up their punch, and then throw it first. Instead, I'd say nobody wanted to attack first. Because that first attack, that first breaking of distance, that person's showing you so much. They're showing you which hand they're going to hit with because they're pulling that shoulder back. They're showing you the fact they're thinking about hitting. Right, Their eyes are usually telling you where they're going to punch you. They're so tense that you can read exactly what's going to happen. Let them do that first. And then as soon as they do, take advantage of that fight. Great example of this, Vanderlei Silva, Chael Sonnen, on the set of the Ultimate Fighter Brazil. Vanderlei Silva, uh, he, he's very upset with Chael Sonnen because Vanderlei Silva is always very upset. Let's be honest, and Chael Sun is really good at getting people very upset. So uh, Vanderlei is coming in left foot forward and he's swatting his right hand at Chael's face. and swatting his right hand. And he's trying to just smack him. He said, I just want to smack him. I just want to smack him for what he said. I just want to smack him. And Chael says to him, very frankly, like, you're not getting close to me. I can't let you close to me. Because he knew what was going to happen. If Vanderlei came in, that big old right hand was coming. Sure enough, he, let Van, he pushed Vanderlei off. Vanderlei came in that same way, right shoulder, cock back. That's exactly what Chael was waiting for. And exactly as it came, Chael shoots in and takes him down. Because he let his opponent make a mistake. He, he didn't warn him. You come in throwing that right hand, I'm going to take you down. All right. He let him put all those cards on the table. He let him lay all sorts of tape out in front of himself. And once he had all the data he needed, he acted. And that action seemed so so perfect because of the fact that his opponent telegraphed his intentions. He gave away everything. He gave all, he put every single card on the table long before Chale even played a single one. And that's all you need sometimes just to let that person make the mistake that you want to walk them into. So think about this as you're dealing with people this week. Remember that discretion is by far the better part of valor. That sometimes the best thing to do is let that person go. Let them them put every card on the table first. Let them throw things out there over and over. And before too long, all their ammunition is gone. And once all their ammunition is gone, then it's very easy for you to turn the scenario in your favor. Whether we're talking about a physical confrontation or we're talking about an argument. Either way, Discretion is the better part of ballet. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, Leonelli at gmail.com. Sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. That's a Gmail once again. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. Uh, you can find all the information about me and everything I'm involved in at my link tree, link tr.ee slash sensei leonelli you can find my school online where tsk smithtown.com you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash tiger shalman smithtown you can find out uh my school rather on instagram T.S.M.M.A. underscore smithtown as well as on twitter you can find well, Matt, uh, more about the tiger shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com um, you can find the, po- the podcast on instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. But this week, I'm going to ask you guys for a little bit extra. I always ask you for a rate and a review and to share. Please make sure to continue to do that. But this week, please, for those of you guys who listen, let me know what you thought of the video. Let me know if you thought this added something to it for you. Because if that's the case, I'll continue to do it this way. It's actually not much different for me at all. um, But I want to hear the feedback that you guys have to say. So please email me. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. um, Reach out to me. If you have my number, (laughs) reach out to me. Uh, shoot me a name or whatever. Um, other than that, uh, this past weekend, my school came together. We all laid in, in down and installed the new mat in the school. So everybody who came this weekend to help install the mat, thank you very much. It was so awesome to see the family come in all together. If you guys haven't seen it yet, go on to my school social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram. It's there. You can see how wonderful the new mat looks. I think it looks great. Um, but as always, friends, please make sure you leave a rate and a review it just helps. Subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday, and please share the podcast. Other than that, my friends, that is all I have for you guys. So as always, until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.